Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse and a certified labor doula who is expecting my first baby this September. This podcast is created to inform and empower every woman on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me here every Monday at 9 a.m. as we dive into all things prenatal, birth, postpartum, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have Julie coming on the podcast to share her birth story. So thank you for being willing to share your story, Julie. Thank you, Jennifer. Happy to be here. (laughs) So starting off, tell me a little bit about how you met your partner and a little bit about yourself and your family. Okay. So yeah. Um, so my name is Julie Romanen and I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I guess a very long story short, I came down to school for grad school or sorry, for undergraduate at High Point University. And right after I graduated, I kind of said, oh, if I get into a real job very quickly, I'm just going to, you know, be into it and not want to travel, which is something that I had wanted to do after graduating. So I actually moved to Melbourne, Australia to um, become a live-in nanny um, to a family. And that is where I met um, my husband, my now husband, Steve. Um, And at the end of my visa, I kind of said, well, I have to, I was a year visa, a working holiday visa. And I said, well, I have to leave. Um, And at that point, it was kind of like, you can come with me or you could stay and then we'll try to figure something out. And he actually ended up, we both coincidentally in and planned, but kind of both um, got jobs in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, um, which is where we live now. And that is kind of how um, our daughter's name came about because we knew that wherever we ended up, whether it was on this side of the world or the other, um, we knew that we um, planted our roots here together in Charlotte for the first for the first part of our relationship. That's awesome. I Australia is like on my bucket list. Was he over there like on a visa too, or? No, no, he is from. He is okay. Um, he, yeah, he lives or his family, and he grew up in uh, Melbourne, Australia. Oh wow! Okay, he was that's there awesome. And we met while I was there. Okay, have you guys been back since? Yes, we try to go back um, every year. And um, unfortunately, with COVID right now, we haven't been able to get back since um, the end of 2019. So we're happy that we um, were able to get there in 2019, right before um, chaos ensued around us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Australia is like very high. I just, I've heard a lot of people say it's extremely expensive, like as far as, you know, getting there. And then even when you get there, that it's really expensive, but it's definitely somewhere that is like on the top of my bucket list. (laughs) Yes, it is definitely worth visiting a beautiful country, lots to visit. And yeah, it's one of those places that if you go, um, you want to go for a good, like at least, you know, two to three weeks, right. Get through as much as you can, but yes. That's awesome. So jumping into your pregnancy and your birth story, tell me about finding out you were pregnant with your daughter. Um, yeah, so we, um, I, so basically the, the life plan was after I graduated from grad school, um, last year that we would, um, you know, think about starting to starting a family. And I graduated in May, um, of last year. And then, um, found out that we were pregnant in the beginning of July. Um, and it was a funny thing that I, um, just felt very off and, um, I just, you know, I didn't really know 
um, what it was. And um, I actually had taken a pregnancy test and it was negative. And then that following week again, I just was like, you know, something is very off. And I actually had a dream um, that I was pregnant and I woke up that morning and took a test and it was positive. Um, and it was a very um, it was a it was a little bit of a surprise in the sense that it, it happened a lot quicker than we thought, which was great, but also um, a great surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so throughout your pregnancy, how was your pregnancy? Did you were you one of the people who like loved being pregnant or were you kind of counting down the days till it was over? Did you have any big bumps in the road throughout your pregnancy? Uh, yeah, I actually was pleasantly surprised at how much I loved being pregnant. I thought um you know, I, I like being able to kind of have control over my body in the sense of being able to work out every day and know exactly um, what I'm eating and how it's going to make me feel. And I thought that, um, you know, all the body changes were going to was just I, I wasn't I didn't think that I would like it as much, but um, I really embraced it. And it was wonderful. And I really um, I really had a great experience. My first trimester, I definitely was very nauseous. Um, but that seemed to be, it's looking back on it. It actually wasn't that long of a time. It was like weeks five to 10, but while I was in it, it definitely felt like it felt like a long time. But after that, um, it just kind of seemed smooth sailing since uh, like ever since that. Yeah, I can relate to that. I was nauseous from like six to 10. And you said, looking back on it, it seemed really like short. And I, I looking back now, I'm like, wow, that did actually seem short, but in the heat of it, it feels, I'm like, oh my gosh, every day, it just never stops. And yeah, it seems like it's forever. Yeah. And it was, it was actually like, you know, for me, it was all of, it was like this time last year, it was all of July pretty much was when, um, that that nausea really kicked in and so it was hot and um obviously we were in the height of the pandemic as well so it was um i would say that was yeah like looking back it definitely was a little bit of a challenge but um and my husband jokes that he still feels like he hears um saltine crackers <laughs> like in our bed as i'm like eating them at like 2 a.m um but so yeah, otherwise it was a it was a really great experience that's um, so funny we actually did not know we didn't find out um the sex um until the day of so that kind of added a fun little element to the whole pregnancy of just kind of you know thinking about those like little old wives tales or just kind of constantly thinking like oh is it a boy or is it a girl um so yeah that was kind of fun that was a fun surprise to it yes I think people either think that that's super fun or they're like how could you like like me that does not sound fun to me like I applaud everybody who that says like oh it's so fun like waiting to find out the gender I am like I just could not imagine I would I would go insane like that would be the worst thing probably for me to do during a pregnancy yeah. And it's funny. Cause everyone says, um, everyone had said to Steve and I like, Oh my gosh, you two, like you two are not finding out because we're very, uh, we're just very type a and we're planners. Yes. Um, so the fact that we did not, um, find out people were definitely surprised. <laughs> well, cause even you talking about how you were a little bit nervous about pregnancy because you like to like go to the gym every day and be in control of your body and what you eat. So that, that those usually that doesn't match match with the same person who's like not finding out the gender, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, as everyone does, but I think really our, our only mindset was, um, just healthy baby. That's yes. all we cared about. But yes. I know that everyone, everyone thinks that as well, but it is fun for a lot of people to find out for sure. 
I don't know. Maybe one day I'll, I'll with a pregnancy, a pregnancy, like I'm going to have many with maybe, maybe I'll try it. I don't know. I could be convinced. (laughs) So going into your birth, did you have like birth preferences? Did you have a vision for your birth? Did you do birth preparation? Um, yeah, so we did, um, so I guess, um, the first part of that question is, um, we, I, um, we did get a doula, so she was really helpful. Um, her name was Helen. She was amazing. Um, she was from Aussie doula and she kind of helped, um, you know, navigate any questions and even just like the idea of like, okay, what does a birth plan look like? Um, things like that. And so, um, whenever she did come over to, um, our house to kind of discuss what the birth plan was, um, we talked about, um, it being, um, you know, me getting an epidural, that was like a, a something that I wanted to do. And then also, um, you know, obviously just being at a hospital and, um, and then just, um, I did want it, you know, I did want it to have a vaginal delivery. That was like my goal. Of course, if there was a medical reason, um, to do otherwise, I definitely would, would happily do that. But, um, it was my goal to just have a, a vaginal delivery. Did you guys do like any of the birth classes, like, um, Bradley method or anything like that? Or was it more so just ha- kind of having the doula to guide you through? Um, yes. Yeah, so we did, um, because it was kind of like, you know, again, part of COVID, um, when nothing was in person, we did do online, um, prep classes and we did, um, yeah, just the um, the one th- the, a bunch of them through through Novant, whether that was the CPR, um, the um, nursing class, and yeah, just the birthing classes as well. All right, so tell me about going into labor. Um, so yeah, it was really I I kind of look back and think like I feel like in a way I got the best of both worlds because I did get this element of surprise, but I also did not have any super painful contractions. And I say that because my water broke before I even um, started to feel anything. So I was actually working from home um, at the time. And um, it was the day before my due date. And I was on a call with um, the co-counselors that I work with at my school. And they all said, you know, Julie, tomorrow's the day. Do you feel anything? And I just was like, nothing, nothing at all. I don't feel anything. Um, so we'll see how it goes. And I was like, okay, I'll like, you know, talk to you guys later. And then we hung up the call and my husband had walked in actually with a package that we had been waiting for from his parents from Australia. Um, and so it was all stuff for the baby's room. And so when he walked in, um, I was like, oh, let's open the book. Let's like, let's open it up. And I kind of like jumped up a little, like with excitement. And when I landed, I kind of was like, oh, okay. And I was like, was, was that just my water breaking? I have no idea. Um, so I, um, and lo and behold, long story short, yes, it was my water broke when I was just like jumped with excitement. So luckily, um, the pract- my, um, OB practice is right across the street. So I, we kind of waddled across the street and I, um, and the doctor there was like, yeah, your water definitely broke. Um, you have two options. You can kind of see, Um, what happens at home in the next couple hours, or you can just kind of, you know, make your way to the hospital now and they will, um, you know, get you started on Pitocin and induce you to get the process started. 
Um, so yeah, it was really fun because we had this like really fun element of surprise of like, oh my gosh, okay, my water broke. But after I went to the doctor's office, you know, we came home, we were slowly able to like gather our things, go get food because I knew I wasn't going to be eating um, for a while. And then we made our way over to the hospital and um, it was funny. We walked in and it showed how many babies were born that day. And I, uh, and that was at four o'clock, four thirty is when we got in there. And by four thirty, I can't remember the exact number, but I remember us both being like, "Oh my gosh, that many babies have been born already." Um, and then we went to check into the nurses, like at the nurses station, and it was really quiet. And I was like, "It's actually really quiet around here." And they, they all laughed. They're like, "It has not been a quiet day." Um, so basically just, yeah, immediately checked in. And then as, as soon as um, um, we did, our room was ready and we kind of just walked in and then the process got started. That's actually, that's funny that you say that because I have people all the time who will be like, wow, it's so quiet here today. And I'm like, no, we, I, mass chaos is ensuing upon us almost every day, <laughs> but we are very good at keeping our, like the labor and delivery unit, very calm and quiet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It really was. It felt like you could hear like a pin drop in there, but yeah. obviously not. I mean, it obviously wasn't that calm because so many babies had been born. Yeah. And the best thing about it, honestly, is like, you know, birth it's not always a calm, you know, very peaceful environment, but most of the time it is. And that's the beautiful thing. And I think why, you know, a labor and delivery unit can birth so many babies in a day and it still be like this calm, peaceful environment. And that's the goal. So that's, that's good that you got to like notice that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely was even right off the bat. It was um, just walking into the hospital. It felt like you said, it felt very calm. So after you went to your OB and he kind of, he or she said, you know, you know, you have kind of these two options. It sounds kind of like you guys went with like the in-between option. Like you took your time, you got some food, you packed your bags, and then you decided to head over to the hospital for some Pitocin. Yeah. Because she just kind of said you, she told me you, um, you know, you have about six to eight hours, um, before you possibly want to start heading over there. Um, or, or, or you could kind of see what, you know, if you start laboring on your own, or you could kind of head just like head over immediately. And yeah, like you said, we kind of, we took our time. We didn't go over immediately, but we also didn't wait um, as long. And I, the reason why we didn't really wait as long is because I had been dilated for um, two centimeters for about two and a half weeks. So I felt like it was one of those things that in six hours, something probably wasn't going to happen just kind of from the way that I could, you know, from how things had been going, um, previous to that day. Um, and so, which is kind of true, nothing really happened, um, you know, until they actually started giving me medicine. Gotcha. So you checked in and then what happened after that? Uh, yeah, so we got to our room and then, um, I will say like every single nurse that we had, um, was, we delivered at Novant Prez and it was just amazing. We had such a great experience. Um, and, um, yeah, they got me like kind of hooked up right away. Um, talked me through everything. Um, we kind of just set our stuff up and, um, they, you know, started giving me the medicine and it was kind of like one of those things like, you know, just like a waiting game of, okay, like when is everything going to kind of kick in? 
Um, and so from then on, it kind of, like I re definitely remember everything that happened, but the timeline seems in my head, just like a bit fuzzy as to when exactly everything happened. But I do feel like I remember starting to really feel um, some contractions around 11, 30, 12 ish. Um, and um, luckily um, our, our doula actually had another um, mom who was giving birth um, um, that same time. However, her room just happened to be right across the hall, um, which like was just such a great coincidence. So she was kind of going back and forth between both of our rooms. Um, and then around 2.30, I had um, asked for my epidural. And then um, by the time just the whole process happened, yeah, it was about, about an hour. And then um, after that, I was able to get some sleep. Um, but Helen was super helpful and just like kind of helping my husband and I with just, you know, managing the contractions when I was feeling them prior to the epidural. Um, and then I do remember getting sleep and then waking up that next morning and I started feeling, um, like, um, I kind of just started feeling like the end was coming, so to speak. Um, and again, I, the, the timing of all of that, um, it, it felt like it was so quick, but from the time that I woke up, she wasn't born until four o'clock um, that day. So it, it, I think I woke up around like, you know, 9.30ish and then um, kind of the second round or the, the last, the home stretch I should say, um, was from then on um, out until, until I guess four o'clock when she was born. Um, but what I do remember is um, when I told the nurse that I had kind of that um, consistent pressure feeling um, of like those, those contractions, um, she was like, okay, yeah, like we'll get the, we'll get the nurse or the doctor to come in and check you out. And then, you know, you, you, you might, 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 might be able to start pushing. And the doctor came in and checked me and she was like, oh yeah, we're gonna get like, get basically get ready. Cause we're starting right now. And then, um, like at that moment, I just felt this like sense of, it was just this sense of calmness. Like after all of that, like the, you know, the heightened and the craziness and just like the anticipation, I felt a sense of calmness, but at the exact same time, I felt this sense of like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like that I'm having a baby, like I'm having that moment of like, oh my gosh, I'm having a baby. <laughs> um, and so it was really only the nurse or two nurses and then um, my husband and the doula, um, Helen. And I just, they were so encouraging and it just like, it was, it was a really great moment, even like prior to kind of starting um, to push. And then, um, yeah, she, my, the doctor basically said, well, they're going to get you started. And whenever the, whenever she's about to, or whenever the baby, we know it's a girl at the time, is about to arrive, I'll, I'll be back. And then in 15 minutes, the doctor came back and, um, and then I, Steve, it was funny because we had like joked, like, how was he going to tell me it was a girl? Was he going to tell me the name that we had picked out or were he, where was he going to say it's a girl or whatever, or it's a boy. Um, 
And I think he just froze. Cause he was like, Oh my gosh, what just, what just happened? <laughs> um, and then the doctor was like, you have a baby girl. Um, and then we both, um, just kind of, you know, burst into tears. Um, because for me, I thought it was a boy the whole time. So I was like extra surprised. Um, and then, um, my husband thought it was a girl. So, um, yeah, definitely a fun, um, moment right there. Yes. I feel like a lot of times the, the, the partner always freezes because especially like, usually they have never seen a birth before. So for them, it's like, wait, you can, I mean, I even do it sometimes. Like you can look at a pregnant belly all you want, but until you see a baby actually come out, you're like, that makes no sense. Like I still watch it every day. Yeah. And it makes no sense. You're like, wait, how did that just come out of your belly a minute ago? Like, I don't, Truly, our bodies are incredible. They do. It's it's amazing how it works. <laughs> yes, that is. So that's so. Did you only push for fifteen minutes? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Yes, and then you had a baby girl, and what did you guys name her? Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, that makes sense because you said you know that you're you said something earlier about setting your roots down in Charlotte and her her name correlating with that so yeah it was um right as when my husband and I started dating um actually when we when yeah when we first started dating we both were kind of like if we have randomly we're like if we have a girl what would it be what would she be called and um we kind of both looked together like Charlotte definitely just because (laughs) it just kind of seemed fitting and yeah where we kind of planted our roots together. Um, and then her middle name is Mari, which is my sister's middle name, uh, or sorry, my sister's name. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's just little, our little backstory to her name. That's awesome. And so how was your postpartum experience? It was really, it was, um, it was really good. I, I hesitate, I hesitated just for a second. Cause of course I feel like when you look at the big picture, you can kind of pick out one word to describe your experience or a feeling or a thought. Um, but of course, um, you know, not every moment is this like amazing moment. Not every moment is easy. Um, uh, you know, as a first time mom and as a first time parent, especially you're figuring everything out as you go, because you asked earlier about, you know, birth classes and, um, you know, any like prep classes. And we did all of them. We did the baby class, the the infant and newborn class and nothing I feel like that anyone tells you um, or could describe to you could truly prepare you for um, what is about to come. Because of course, every baby is different, but also it's one of those things that when you're in the thick of it, um, that's when you feel like you can truly understand you know, what it's all about. So um, I think similar to many people, nursing um, was a little bit of an obstacle for us, but we figured it out and um, did and found out what was, what worked best for us. Um, And so that was really great. And lactation was super helpful in that sense. So that was something we worked on at the beginning. and um, my family actually came for an entire month. They stayed at an Airbnb um, down the road from us. So they were able to help, um, like they came actually two weeks after Charlotte was born. So Steve and I could just kind of like, 
you know, find our bearings, get, figure out, figure out this little human of ours um, on our own before we actually had help come in. Um, so my family was super helpful and um, yeah, I think it was, a. it's, it's been, I mean, Charlotte is four and a half months old today and it's still a learning curve every single day. Um, she's obviously in this really fun, great personality stage right now. Um, and she's becoming so much more lively and fun, but, um, at the beginning it's your, I mean, you're just figuring something out every single day. And I suppose the best thing I could say to new moms that I'm not really sure, I, I don't think I knew before was just, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, because, and, and also don't be afraid to admit if something's going wrong or not perfect. Cause I feel like in this world of social media, um, we can get caught up with it, like thinking that, you know, every, every mom's experience or every new mom is like, is glamorous. And sometimes it's not, and sometimes it is. Um, so I guess that's kind of like what I would think of as a whole as my postpartum experience that it's been so wonderful. It's been so humbling. It's been so, um, incredible to see this tiny human grow, but, um, it, of course, there are times when it hasn't been as easy as um, you would think or have liked to it have been. Yeah, it is. It I hear that from everybody. Like there's, it's overall so amazing, so beautiful. Like you wouldn't change it for the world. But of course there are times where like, you, you know, you're exhausted. It's a, and I always tell this to, especially first time moms, like this is such a learning curve for not only you, but also your baby. Like, especially when it comes to even breastfeeding, like your baby has never latched before or breastfed right? before. And you've never done it either. Like, and that can correlate to every area of, of having a newborn. Like, it's just such a learning curve. So you really do. You have to have grace with yourself, not compare your journey to others. I mean, I have a friend whose baby was sleeping through the night, like in less than four months old, like, you know, and that's not going to be the story for everybody. Right. So you really do just have to have grace, ask for help and, and just, you know, figure it out day by day for sure. Yeah, exactly. I think the comparing thing, especially for women is really hard because like you said, some people are, when you hear like, oh, that, that baby's the same age as mine and they're doing this, or, you know, my baby's younger and they're doing this or whatever it is. Um, I think that's definitely something to kind of like re reground yourself, recenter yourself and say, every single baby is so different. Um, yes. and I think too, um, like raising a baby and I mean, Charlotte was born, I will say like when the vaccine started to come out and when we started to kind of feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, at least taking her out and about a little bit, um, we still are pretty cautious for the most part and, you know, do all of the things still and try to keep her safe, of course, but um, it's still been really challenging to have to make decisions based off of, um, you know, about just on her. If it was just the two of us, we've always said things would be different. But when you have this baby and infant whose system is so delicate still, um, we've had to make a lot of really hard decisions in terms of, you know, attending a wedding or not attending a wedding or an attending a an event or not attending an event um, based off of essentially her safety. So I feel like that's kind of another layer to our po my postpartum experience that um, has is probably you know not one that would have been happening a couple years ago. <laughs> right. Yes, postpartum, especially in the time that we're in, is completely different. 
Yes. Well, thank you for being willing to share your story. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of What The Bump. Make sure to follow us over on Instagram at WhatTheBumpCLT. Check out our website, WhatTheBumpCLT.com. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you are listening on. And tune in every Monday at 9 a.m. for a new episode. Remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only. I will see you next week in the next episode.